Ministry Bits, episode 034, five apps that will change your ministry. Ministry Bits is proud to be a part of the AIM network of podcasts. You can find more information about that at adventuresinministry.com. And uh, we are excited to have resources available to you for free as well as classes and game ideas and all sorts of different things, as well as other podcasts. So make sure to go check those out at adventuresinministry.com. Make sure to like our Facebook page and our Twitter page for updates. That's facebook.com slash ministrybits and twitter.com slash ministrybits. And you can always listen directly and find the show notes at chadl.co slash mbits slash 034 for this particular episode. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a recommendation there on iTunes. Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. This is the 34th episode of Ministry Bits, and uh, we are proud to be here with you. We are Excited uh, to be back on a two-bi-weekly, fortnightly schedule, depending on what century you're in. Um, you will call it fortnightly or bi-weekly. <laughs> I know the British. I know the British thing is is po- properly to say fortnightly. Still, uh, fortnight, you know, whatever, like that. So, yeah, every two weeks we'll be doing uh, the show. And uh, we're, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm really excited to have some normalcy in my life. And uh, I mentioned on the last podcast for just a few minutes that uh, that there was some uh, issues in my in my family with some not my immediate family, but my extended family with some some health issues. And we had moved, and that was the big thing. We had moved and changed jobs, and I was getting acclimatized to the new job. And if any of you any of you moved to a new work, uh, new ministry, you know exactly how that is. And um, I appreciate your patience, and I appreciate you uh, either resubscribing or uh, coming back and uh, listening to the show. So thank you so much for that. And a little bit of um, a little bit of shameless self promotion here. If you, uh, I, I just recently finished my fourteenth uh, active digital parenting seminar um, at the uh, Bowie, excuse me, at the Bowie Church. Uh, in Bowie, Texas, the uh, the Carter Lake Road Church of Christ in Bowie, Texas, and uh, Michael Whitworth is the uh, preacher there, and he uh, he's moving on to a new work in Keller, Texas. But as part of uh, one of his last things that he was able to do was book me for that, and I was able to come and do six sessions with them and preach for them on Sunday morning, uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. And if you have any, uh, if your congregation has any interest in that uh, whatsoever, I have. Um, I have I have found out that this is incredibly popular. Uh, this is um, I say popular in meaning it's needed, uh, meaning there's not a lot of people that are talking about this in the church. Uh, there's not a lot of biblical perspective on this in the church. Uh, I'm actually working on a book. Uh, this is kind of I guess an announcement, but I'm kind of working on a book with um, Michael Whitworth to um, make a active digital parenting book, and it's going to have all the information in it. I'm going to have a series of videos that I'm looking forward to uh, releasing with that. It's it's just going to be really, really great. And that's going to happen really soon rather than later. It's not going to happen... Um not going to happen uh, like next year or something. It, this will be hopefully by 
Thanksgiving. I, I make no promises with schedules and different things like that, and especially having two small children and all that stuff and how that goes. You understand. So um, thank you so much for all your patience, but I really appreciate uh, you listening. And uh, if you have any uh, interest in that, Active Digital Parenting, it's a four. I do four to six sessions. I talk about iOS. I talk about Android. I talk about why internet safety is important. I talk about social media. Uh, you would never imagine. If you're, if you're tech savvy, you would never imagine how clueless uh, some people can be about this stuff and about protecting their children or their spouses, uh, for that matter, or their immediate family members. So if you have any interest in that, just email me, chadl at outlook.com. Uh, that, again, that's chadl at outlook.com. It's a lot like chadl.co. You can go to my website, chadl.co, and you can actually go to the digital parenting uh, page and you can see some of my resources and materials. And uh, you can uh, submit a question or submit a request for all that. I've gotten a lot of requests here in the past week or two uh, about coming to do those different things. So I would be happy to come talk to your congregation about that. Okay, selfish, uh, selfless, shameless self-promotion uh, over. Let's get to talking about our podcast, and, and I promise I won't do that every single podcast, but I um, just wanted to hit that up. It was in the forefront of my mind, uh, having just come back from Texas, so it was really, really great to be out there with the, uh, the congregation there in Bowie. Five apps that will change your ministry. Um, and, and, and you know, this is kind of universally, I know there's a lot of people that listen that aren't ministers, that don't work directly in ministry work, but they're just interested in church work. They're interested in, in, in things that will help you uh, in your uh, ministries. And I'm telling you, uh, these apps may seem like, and you may hear the list and you may go, well, that, that's not going to change. Well, let me describe exactly how I use them and how they've changed my ministry, and maybe they will have the same impact on you. Uh, the first is an app that, that I have talked many, many times about, and that is Drafts. Uh, Drafts is uh, uh, developed by Agile Tortoise, otherwise known as Greg Pierce. He's a wonderful app developer. Uh, this app is only for iOS. Uh, there's no Mac app. There's no um, Android app. But once I describe what it does, um, you'll understand why there's really no Mac app or, or desktop app or anything like that. And Greg Pierce is just an and, uh, iOS-focused guy. He doesn't want to do an Android app, and I've, I asked him about that as well. And he said, uh, he said, no, there will not be an Android app coming anywhere in the near future. Uh, so if you recently converted to Android or you're on Android right now, you can just go ahead and skip the next few minutes. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but this app is actually really, really, really well done. Uh, it has the power and potential to do a ton of stuff. Uh, but I'll tell you what I use it for. Um, if you're a minister, uh, Sundays and Wednesdays are a nonstop deluge of, of information at you. And, and you can have a notebook for that um, to jot these things down with a pen and paper. Uh, you can have something fun. I don't know what your system is, but if I, had a, if I had a dime for every time somebody asked me or said something to me or something that I needed to do that week, I get most of my information on Sundays and Wednesdays of, hey, I need to meet with you, or hey, I need to uh, call you about this, or hey, we need to look into this and doing this, you know, all these other different things. And there's so much stuff to do uh, that I don't have time to open up my OmniFocus, which I'm going to talk about next. That's, that's a preview at number two is, my, is OmniFocus. I don't have time to open up my task manager of choice and put a to-do list item in there and say, make sure to call Randall Wilson, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And I, I don't have the time to do that. And I don't have the time to put that in. I just need a scratch pad, you know, like the old school, 
little flip memo pads that reporters used to. I just need a little scratch pad to scratch something down. And maybe that's pen and paper for you. But I have found that I've got so many different notebooks and so many post-it notes lying around and things like that that I can't keep up with that. And I need something in a centralized place that's going to be a filter for me to see what things I need to remember. So I, for that, I use drafts. And the great thing about drafts is, is that you can kind of uh, tweak it and program it to send your text anywhere you want. Drafts is just a quick capture for text. That's literally all it is. And if that's all you used it for, it would be incredibly useful for me. Uh, in fact, that's what I use it for for about 80% of the time is um, capturing text. So if somebody says something to me that I know I need to remember and that I know I only have two seconds to put it in my phone, I'll just pull out drafts. When you pull it up and you hit the button, you hit the app icon button and it comes up, it's ready to type. There's no splash screen. There's no intro. There's no, you got to sign in. There's no other tap. It's literally ready to type when you pull up the app, which is great for me because I just jot something down and then I close the app and, or I hit the home button or I turn my phone off and it's already there. And I've got it to where I've got mine set up to where it keeps a running list. See, whatever you type in there, it keeps a running list. And every time you open the app, it will, it will create a new item, basically. Uh, so I've got it to where there's the little red badge on my icon that tells me, hey, there's three items in here. And that lets me know, hey, there's three things that you wrote down that you thought that you needed to remember or that you need to do or you need to put those tasks in OmniFocus or you need to look this up on Google or you need to set up this meeting with this person or you need to call that whatever it is I've got a note in there to let me know hey this is something that you need to process you need to go through so every you know every day or so every two days I'll just go through that that inbox right there in drafts and I'll say, Hey, this is something that I've already looked up. I've already talked to this person about delete. This is something that needs to go to a note that I need to uh, append to a note. And that's the cool thing about drafts is you can do plain text notes in Dropbox. It'll sync everything with Dropbox and uh, you can do plain text notes in Dropbox and you can actually append on lists. So if I find a book, you know, if somebody recommends a book to me, says, Hey, you need to, this is a really good book for, you know, the book of James, you know, this is a really good book on the book of James. Well, I'll write that down and I'll put it in my drafts uh, directory. And then I may not touch it for two, three, four, five days. Then I come back to it and say, oh yeah, that was a book that somebody recommend for me to, recommended to me to, to read. So I'll just hit the share button, hit append to the to read text document in my Dropbox and boom, it'll append it to the text. It won't create a new file. It'll append it to the same file. So I have a running list of, hey, these are books you need to check out and things like that. So I can also archive, there. It, it archives everything and it syncs over devices. So if you've got your iPad or if you've got multiple iPhones or multiple iPads or anything like that, you can sync via the same account and it will keep your archive items the same. It will keep your, um, your list items all the same, uh, which is super, super cool. Uh, so drafts is a pretty awesome uh, it's a pretty nerdy way of doing things, but I just really, really love it. Um, it is, uh, it's very cheap. I think it's $4.99. Uh, give Greg Pierce, the developer, some, some money. He deserves it. He's made a fantastic app. And for nothing else, if it's just a scratch pad for me, it's just uh, absolutely wonderful. So that is Drafts by Agile Tortoise. The second app I want to talk to you about today is, uh, is OmniFocus. Now, 
some of you may have, you may be turned off from OmniFocus for a couple of different reasons. Uh, the first reason being uh, you don't, you have an Android device and it's not available on Android. Now I do apologize for that, but these are the only two uh, apps I believe that I've got on my list that are not available for Android. But Android, uh, I don't know why, but some of these developers just have not gotten um, apps developed for Android yet. And OmniFocus is kind of one of them. And I don't know if they have anything planned for that yet or not, but OmniFocus right now is iOS and Mac only. Um, I actually got to thinking about this because Michael Whitworth, I know, uses this uh, for all of his stuff. He's got a ton of stuff to keep up with, with his business, with his preaching uh, jobs and different things. And I actually saw his office and I saw his OmniFocus there. It took up one whole screen. He's got like three screens in front of him. Took up one whole screen on the left side for OmniFocus. So it's a very powerful app. You may be turned off from it because one, it's not on your platform. If you're on Windows phone or if you're on uh, Android, uh, it's not on your platform. It may be turn, turn you off for a second reason because it seems so really complex. And I'll, I'll explain that later. And number three, it, it may seem expensive um, to start off with. I believe the iOS version is $19.99. Um, and you're thinking, whoa, 20 bucks for an app. I get tired of this, and I don't want to get on a soapbox or anything, but I get tired of this this diatribe about, oh well, these expensive. I can't I can't get those expensive apps. It's, if it's not five bucks or less, I'm not buying it. Well, think about how much programs used to cost back in the day. I mean, think about you'd spend fifty, sixty, eighty, hundred bucks on an app for your Windows machine, or whatever. And you'd buy it on a CD and it would come with this big box and you would put the CD in and also their junk and stuff. And it's like, we used to pay really crazy amounts for this stuff. And you're, we're asking 20 bucks for, for this app that is just, to me, proved to be invaluable. Um, 20 bucks is a penance for this app. I got 20 bucks out of the app the first week I had it. Um, it is a tasks management app at its simplest and at its most complex it is a location-based project management app um, I do not even use it's kind of like Photoshop I do not even use all the features of OmniFocus it is uh, kind of baffling to me uh, how people for instance like David Sparks David Sparks is, has excellent stuff on OmniFocus and you should go check it out um, but it's just baffling to me how people can spend so much time working on the, the inner workings of their this app. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, but it's, it's task management, and it's very, very simple, wonderful, fast, syncing tax, ta task management. And, you know, this is kind of a general uh, app, and I'm kind of cheating on this one because I'm saying OmniFocus, but at the same time I'm saying whatever to-do list app is good for you because you will forget uh, you will you will forget what you need to do. You will forget something, and you need a task management system or app or something in place. Uh, being a preacher, being a teacher, being a youth worker, any of those types of things, you need a task management management app of things to do. Now, I'm incredibly detailed in my tasks. Like I'll have, like for instance, when I went to Texas, I have a project list and you can specify different projects and different folders within those projects and things like that. But I had a different project list of Texas. It was a Texas packing list because I've got all these devices that I need to show up on the screen and I've got all these little dongles and I've got all these little cords that I need to bring. So I just made a list on OmniFocus 
And then I put that whole list as being due the day that I needed to have it packed. So it gave me all sorts of things saying, hey, this is due today, this is due today, this is due today, things like that. Well, you can set due dates, you can set them as projects, you can set them, you can defer things, like say you've got something due this afternoon, um, but you're not really going to get to it till tomorrow afternoon, well, you can defer that. Uh, they've got a really, really neat thing called forecast. It will put however many tasks you have in a certain amount of day on a little calendar for the week, and it will show you exactly what needs to be done on what day. Um, I've gotten really, really crazy with this, and I have put in simple things like um, backing my computer up, remembering to back up my computer every week. Recurring tasks are actually pretty big for me in OmniFocus. Uh, I'll put in, uh, you know, backing up my computer, I put in cleaning off this certain desktop, cleaning off my folders uh, for these different things. And yes, I know I could use something like Hazel for Mac to automate some of these things for me, but I like auditing them myself uh, on a weekly basis. So every Monday morning, I've got, you know, three or four tasks, say I scan with this, you know, my, my app called Space Gremlin that actually uh, scans the space on my laptop and makes sure there's nothing, you know, gumming up different things and stuff like that. I clean out this folder, I clean out this folder, I clean up the desktop, I back up the computer, and that's kind of an every Monday morning ritual for me. Well, then I've got super simple stuff like take out the trash on it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Put the trash can on the road. I, I forget it all the time because it happens on Wednesdays and Wednesdays after, after Wednesday nights, I'm, I'm kind of brain dead sometimes uh, because of all the stuff that's going on. And so when I get home, there's a little ping on my phone, location-based at my home that says, Hey, you need to take out the trash. And that may sound really, really dumb or really, really stupid, but it actually helps me out a lot uh, because I know to take out the trash and I don't have to remember that. I think OmniFocus's whole idea is to get it out of your head and get it into an app so that you don't have to worry about it, so you can concentrate on what you need to concentrate on. Uh, so yeah, it's a really, really great app. It, it, may be, it may seem like it's simple task management, but it's so much more if you dive into it. Again, check out David Sparks' stuff on, uh, on his website. Uh, I believe that's maxsparky.com. He's got several, he's got a whole screencast um, session on OmniFocus. He's been an OmniFocus evangelist for, for years and years now. Uh, but it's a great company of great people that are making a great app, and it's, a, it's just a wonderful app. So that's number two. That's OmniFocus. App number three that I want to talk to you about is um, Evernote. Now, don't roll your eyes because Evernote, and I just, I'm just so... I guess I'm exhausted by saying this, but Evernote is the app that everybody loves to hate. And we all kind of use it in a certain way. Some people use it and they're like huge Evernote people and you just don't want to make, whatever. It just seems to me that it is the app that everybody loves to hate. And and Evernote is not the best designed um, experience. Uh, in my opinion, uh, they ask you to do this work chat thing that I have no desire whatsoever to use. Um, but the one feature that ministers that I think that ministers can use in Evernote to me that I have found is complete has changed everything about how I plan lessons and classes and and talk to people about different biblical subjects. And that is scanning and word and OCR, optical character recognition. Now, let me explain that if you don't know what I'm talking about. But you may or may not be aware that Evernote 
when you scan a document into Evernote, um, it's going to try to find and make every word in that document searchable. And that, and that's incredible because if you have a type typed document, like for instance, I had a bunch of um, James Watkins's um, old sermons that he had typed out on a typewriter, and you know some of them were three, four, five pages a piece, and um, some of them were papers, some of them were sermons, some of them were classes, and I had all those scanned uh, into Evernote. And Evernote actually lets you scan them directly from your phone, which is really cool. Or you can do something and like get a Fuji. Um, a Fujitsu scan snap and it will scan directly to your Evernote account, which is very, very cool. Um, so I scanned all these documents, you know, it was probably hundreds of pages uh, worth of stuff. And every word in those documents is searchable. I'll fire up Evernote on my Mac. I'll fire it up on my, my iPhone. If I need to find something that pertains to a certain subject, if I know that I've got that person, it's almost like a personal library builder to me. Um, because, you know, after you get through using, after you get through a certain number of years of ministry, you start, you kind of reuse some of the same sections and the same ideas uh, that you've got in certain documents and certain different things. Well, I know that I can throw a PDF, I can scan a document, I can throw a text file, or I can manually type out something in Evernote and use the text for it. And even, listen to this, even take a picture of something of a product or a book that, um, you know, I, I'm, it's famous for, it's crazy for me because I go through, you know, Lifeway Christian store, or any of the Christian bookstores, and I'll just be taking pictures of books. Well, I'm taking pictures of books to put them in Evernote because if I ever come up and I see a great, um, if I want to search by author, if I want to search by a title, or if I want to search by a topic or something, subject like that, well, everything, every one of those James Watkins sermons is, is going to pop up. Everything that I've written on it that's in, that I've put into Evernote is going to pop up. Everything that I've taken a picture of, uh, of a book cover or anything like that is going to pop up. It's searchable. It's like having your own personal library internet at your fingertips. And to me, that is that is invaluable. I don't care about anything else that, that Evernote offers. I care about that taken pictures, optical character recognition, and the scannable stuff that you can use to search every word in your documents that have been scanned. You know, this, this stuff, some of these materials, and some of y'all have materials that are 30, 40, 50 years old. And if you scan those things in, and some of it, you know, some of it, even handwritten notes can be uh, recognized in some spots. If it's not completely illegible, um, it can actually recognize those as well. It's recognized some of my handwritten notes, but I have really neat handwriting. So it's, it's just a really awesome way to use that. I don't, um, I use Evernote as my trunk full of stuff that I know that I can look up. If I had my way... Every book that I'm sitting here looking at in my office right now, I would scan into Evernote and be able to search it directly, which is super awesome to me. So that's Evernote. It's free um, for a trial. And now if you're going to start pouring stuff into it, if you got a grand idea to make your own library uh, like I have uh, on a small scale, if you have any things like that, it does have a limit to, on your free account. However, you can pay, I believe, $45 a year, and that uh, gives you unlimited uploads. It gives you premium access. It gives you offline access on your phone, on your tablet, and it's uh, it's really cool. And you know what? Evernote is just a great, um, a great app to be able to preach from and teach from, too. It's not bad at all. 
Uh, and if that's what you want to use it for, then that's cool too. But uh, to me, the scanning and the optical character recognition, meaning I can search uh, documents by word, by phrase, by anything like that, that to me is is pretty incredible and pretty great for ministers. So that's the third app. That's Evernote. The last two apps that I want to mention are, are not really, um, they're pretty well known. Um, the first, number four here, is, is Google Inbox. And I really was very hesitant to even include this one on the list because I was just like, well, it's just an email client. Well, it's really a whole lot more than that. Um, for me, email is, I wouldn't say it's the bane of my existence or anything, but it is incredibly, it, or it could be, or it has been incredibly time consuming. And, uh, you know, if you've read Getting Things Done by David Allen, or if you've read uh, Inbox Zero um, by, you know, uh, Merlin Mann, his articles on that and about email and about managing email, wrangling email, uh, you'll know that there needs to be, you need to have a pretty good system in place. Uh, and to me, I've been a Gmail user for a long time. And uh, Gmail has been very valuable for me because it gets rid of all the spam and gets rid of all the stuff that I don't need to see. Uh, but I needed something a little bit better. And Inbox to me is so clean and so uh, minimalistic. And it categorizes your emails by promotions and by uh, bills, um, by different things uh, that you can look at on your, like a different, you can set a priority inbox. You can set any, it's just really, really great. If you have a Gmail account, just go to inbox.google.com and you will see that it's a, it's a little bit of a different email experience. Now they have, um, a, uh, iOS apps, iOS and Android apps. And, uh, to me, inbox is just lightning fast on iOS. You know, I'm swiping through stuff. I can set, you can do the snooze thing with, um, with that, and what I mean by that is you can swipe one way and say, hey, I don't want to see this. Remind me about it next Monday morning or remind me about it next Wednesday or remind me about it next month or next year or whatever like that. You can do that, which is really, really cool. So I'm able to basically get a handle on my inbox. Uh, most of the stuff, and I make a joke about this, but most of the stuff I say in real life is to get less email and because everybody, it seems like everybody and the, their brother emails me about everything. And um, if you have any of that stuff, your email is probably out of control. If you have a busy ministry life, uh, your email is probably out of control. Uh, so get control over it and spend an hour one day going through it with Google Inbox and swiping different things and getting rid of different things. But to me, Google Inbox has helped me control that. And, you know, there's been a lot of other um, email apps, and I'll just kind of mention them as honorable mentions. Mailbox for iOS is, is uh, very, very similar to Inbox. Um, it's made, it's kind of, it's made by Dropbox. It's, it was bought by Dropbox and it's a really good client as well. Um, Dispatch just got a big update on iOS. It's really, really great. Uh, Cloud Magic. I love Cloud Magic email. Uh, it's really, really cool. And, um, I just don't use it because I just like the, the stock Google inbox app, uh, better myself because it just helps me do that. So I, I use it on the desktop within my browser and I use it on my, my iPhone to kind of triage through email. So, uh, yeah, those are just some email apps, but email is a big thing. If you, uh, get stressed out about email, then you need to not be stressed out about email. You need to get a handle on that. That's something that can be controlled very, very easily. Um, 
So that's that's just a little look at email. That's the fourth app that really has changed my ministry because it allows me to focus on other things other than email. And the last app I want to talk to you about uh, this morning is um, Day One. Um, and you spell that out, day, D-A-Y-O-N-E. D-A-Y-O-N-E. I almost forgot how to spell there for a second. Day One is uh, a simple journaling app that will sync with Dropbox. It'll sync across different devices. It's very well designed. They have a Mac app. Uh, and I'll tell you what I use this app for, and, and I don't use it for journaling, for anything like writing down um, my feelings or anything like that. I don't, I don't do it for anything like that. What I use it for is a logbook. Uh, because in ministry, you know that if you're a minister, youth minister, you need to keep an accurate log of kind of what has been done, who you've talked to about things. And the um, great thing about day one is that it keeps all your dates in a really graphically nice laid out list. And it lets you see those on a calendar and it lets you search those. And it's just really, really great. So, you know, every day, right before I leave to go to work, I'll take Maybe it's just one sentence every day. Maybe it's three or four paragraphs, you know, who knows, depending on what's happened that day. But I'll usually kind of make a really, really short list of things that I've done that day and things that I've talked to and things that I either struggled with or went talked to elders about or something like that. Because then when someone, and this will happen, I mean, if you're a minister, if you're, if you're a young minister, this will happen. If you're an older minister um, uh, or a church worker or an elder or anything like that, listening to this podcast, you know this will happen and you know it has happened to you. Someone will accuse you of either doing something or not doing something. And I have found in the very few instances that that has happened that I can go back to this record and say, no, I talked to you this day about this. You say I haven't come to visit you since September of last year, but really... I attempted to visit you and I contacted you three times because I've got it in a record right here on my computer. So you have a de facto logbook and saying, and when you can show that to somebody on your iPad or something like that, or even print those out, day one actually lets you, you can print stuff out. When you do that, people just kind of say, well, he, you know, he's keeping accurate records. He knows exactly what's going on. So that to me has been uh, very big and it's changed how I, how I do things uh, sometimes. So You've got your um, first app that we talked about, kind of a review here. We talked about drafts, quick, quick capture, quick scratch pad, instant buy for me. Uh, OmniFocus, task management, project management, uh, invaluable to me. Find you a great project management. I love Todoist uh, also is really good. Todoist is really great. Clear is really super simple, but really great as well. Um, and then the third app I talked about was Evernote, being able to scan those documents, scan stuff in, scan books in, and search that text like it's my own little uh, Google search engine searching different things. Then the fourth app, uh, Google Inbox, that we talked about was just super simple email and um, really helps me get a wrangle on my email. It categorizes things for you. It's super clean interface. I don't have to worry about stuff. I can snooze things. I can archive things. Really, really simple. And then the fifth one I just talked about was day one, and that's able to keep, help you keep a basically a ministry logbook. So I really hope that um, some of these apps, you, you may have known about every single one of these apps, but you may have not known that you could do certain things with uh, those apps. And you may have not, there's, there's so many dynamic ways that you can use some of these apps. And 
If you have any that you'd like to add to the list or you'd like me to do another show on talking about apps that have changed your ministry, hey, please let me know. Send me an email, chadl at outlook.com. I'd love to hear from you. I've heard from a lot of different people who have uh, talked to me about these apps in particular and said this is the way they use them and uh, they, they love to use them that way as well. So yeah, I wanted to do a show on this and talk to you about the five apps that have really changed the way I do and, and work. Uh, so that is the show this week. We're going to have a, a short prayer and then we'll be, uh, we'll be done with the show this week. Let's pray to God. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you've blessed us with. Thank you so much for the technology and the tools that we can use in ministry uh, to help further your kingdom. And help us never, Lord, to be distracted by this technology. Uh, Help us to never be distracted from the mission, Lord, and that is to save souls for you. Uh, Thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you so much for his sacrifice, and it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. You can always go and listen to this uh, podcast at chadl.co slash mbits slash 034. I will have a link to these five apps in the show notes, and I did mention before that the show notes are going to be a little bit less uh, pronounced uh, from now on because they just take so long to do, and uh, that, it, was, it was killing me, and I don't want that to be one of the things that prevents me from getting new shows uh, to you. So this new show um, is uh, sponsored, I guess sponsored by, what do we say sponsored by? Uh, we're part of the AIM Network. Please go check out adventuresinministry.com. We've got lots and lots of resources there for free for you. Uh, all you got to do is go there and download them. Uh, we've got podcasts. The John and Paul Show happens every Friday, I believe. That's John uh, Podine and uh, Paul Sperlin down in Montgomery, Alabama at Faulkner. And they'll be talking about football here coming up, which is super exciting. And... Um, the I'm a YM podcast, Andrew Jenkins and Eric Gray, they're on there as well. So be, be sure to go down there and, and give them a listen. Adventuresinministry.com is where you can find all that different stuff. Uh, it's a pretty fantastic website, if I do say so myself. The guy that built it is just brilliant, let me tell you. So that has been the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you have any suggestions, go to, go to the website, chatl.co. And uh, go to the contact tab, contact me there. You can email me directly at chadl.outlook.com. And I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much, and have a good rest of your week.